Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 93. Thanks for joining me today on this Monday, March 6, 2023. I hope you are well. I again missed a week of podcasting uh, due to another miniature sinus infection. It was like warm, and then the temperature dropped, and all of a sudden it kicked it off, and I'm just really getting clear of it now. You can still hear it a little bit, but uh, it's pretty crazy, this weather. So speaking of viruses, I'll start it off with this clip today. And we begin this Sunday morning with the cover-up of the origins of COVID-19 and the GOP investigation now underway. The U.S. Energy Department last week confirmed what we first reported to you on this program back in February of 2020, that COVID-19 most likely originated from a laboratory leak in China, not from a wet market which communist China continues to claim. This follows the same conclusion reached by the FBI. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton was first to break the news on the origins of COVID-19 right here on this program. This virus did not originate in the Wuhan animal market. Epidemiologists who are widely respected from China who have published a study in the international journal The Lancet have demonstrated that several of the original cases did not have any contact with that food market. The virus went into that food market before it came out. We also know that just a few miles away from that food market is China's only biosafety level four super laboratory that researches human infectious diseases. Following Cotton's appearance, the pushback from the mainstream media to the lab leak theory was immediate. Major news publications such as the New York Times and the Washington Post were quick to dismiss it and attack Senator Cotton. Instead of standing up to the Chinese Communist Party, which at the time was refuting it while also refusing any investigators into that Wuhan lab. The CCP also had cornered the market for protective equipment such as masks and plastic gloves, which we also reported at that time. On television, CNN and MSNBC were also quick to attack Tom Cotton's comments, instead backing the narrative from the CCP. Tom Cotton, a couple of days ago, uh, spouting a conspiracy theory that the Chinese made this virus up. The 1980s, I remember when the far left trafficked in rumors about HIV having been invented in CIA labs. The far right has now found its own virus conspiracy theory. Senator uh, Tom Cotton actually closed uh, his office this morning, uh, calling uh, calling it the Wuhan uh, virus as as he did so. Um, and he has, of course, been out uh, in public talking about uh, conspiracy theories, frankly, as to where the virus came from. I've seen this kind of, you know, stuff peddled in the right wing media and I still try to keep an eye on. But it's still stunning to read it in a triple byline piece of reporting about the intelligence community being asked to go make it true because Trump wants it true. We are left with the reality that Fauci opens his mouth with facts and Trump opens his mouth to say anything that makes the virus seem small and not a problem. Despite the conclusions reached by both the Energy Department and the FBI, Dr. Fauci still insists COVID-19 did not originate from a lab, telling the Boston Globe, quote, I don't see any data for a lab leak. This after the NIH-funded EcoHealth Alliance, which sent that money, the funding, to the Wuhan lab for gain-of-function research. All right, and right there is a perfect example why you shouldn't listen to the mainstream media and take everything with a grain of salt that they say. I mean, now... This guy was saying this in, a lot of people were saying it in 2020 that this probably came from a uh, the Wuhan lab. And now all of a sudden it's, oh uh, yeah, it probably came from the Wuhan lab. And Fauci's still denying it. 
that guy should be locked up. All the reporters on these uh, MSNBC, you know, Mika, Brzezinski, they all should be fired. How do you do your job like that if you're a quote-unquote reporter? But they're pretty much just, you know, talking heads. They really don't. They just get a script and they just spew it out. So here's Russell Brand on Bill Maher's show making my job a little bit easier. I've been on that MSNBC, yeah. mate. It was right. propagandist nutcrackery yeah. yeah, on there. You, I went on the show called Morning Joe. Yeah. It was absurd the way they carried Good on. Good morning, Joe. Yes. Yeah, was, I don't it. know what it was. It wasn't morning. There was no one called Joe there. No one could concentrate. They didn't understand the basic tenets of journalism. No one was willing to stick up for genuine American heroes uh, like Edward Snowden. No one was willing to talk about Julian Assange and what he's suffered trying to bring real journalism to the American people. And I think to sit within the castle of MSNBC throwing rocks oh. at Fox News is ludicrous. My friend, Make MSNBC my friend, better. My Make friend, MSNBC my friend, great my friend, again. My friend, I would love... I would... The moment... The Why mo is the monetary right. you can win on, Joe? Russell, Russell, darling, um, the moment that you give me a specific example... An actual example. Okay, I'll give you oh, one. Right, just wait, just wait, 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 that we know that the election wasn't stolen, You've or something equivalent. Example, but I will go. I but I will go saying. out. But I will go out on television and say the okay. opposite. I will lie. When's I'll, my answer? Wait, wait, give, just give me a give me the specific example. I understand the basic okay. point. Give me a specific I, 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 example. I, 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 all right, all right. I'm with you. I think it's a false equivalency, Russell. It's a false It's not I, about bias. It's a false equivalency because you don't <clears> actually know anything about any of these organizations you're talking about. Even on MSNBC once. Big fucking deal. My darling, you, it was more than enough. With, you can't come it up with such a You don't know, have a single, you have a single actual no. fact. Do you want an example? Do yeah, you yes. want an example? Yes. The ludicrous, outrageous criticisms of Joe Rogan around ivermectin, re deliberately referring to it as a horse non, medicine when they know it's an effective non medicine. Yeah, that, that's what not a Rachel example. Maddow turning up on the TV saying, if you take well, this vaccine, you're not going to get it, when it hadn't been clinically trialed for transmission. You have to listen. Wait. Do you think you not can improve America I by determinately and avowedly condemning Fox News without acknowledging that you're participating in the same game? I'm... Did you not? just listen to Bernie Sanders, <laughs> someone who plainly, legitimately believes in this country and believes it's possible to change, but is bound by corruption, is bound by the lobbying system. Surely it's clear to you, Bill, as one of the great pundits and experts and comic voices, that systemic change is required. Money has to be taken out of politics. We need new political systems that genuinely represent ordinary Americans so that we can overcome cultural differences. And bickering about which propagandist network is the worst is not going to save a single American life, not improve the life of a single American child, not going to improve America's standing in the world, and the world needs a strong America, I'll tell you that. I'll tell and there you have it, Russell Brand. Bravo. And the, the douche he was, you know, bickering with was John Heilman, I don't know, some the leftists, but even Bill Maher, they're like, oh, that's not proof. You think they're going out there saying that they know something? And of course they know. They're getting paid millions of dollars to push a narrative. You think they're going to come out? And right now with this administration, nobody's asking them, nobody's fact-checking them because you can't because all the leftist media won't let that come out. So how do you know that they don't know? Nobody's checking them.
And thank God for alternate media and, and things like podcasting. Russell Brand's been doing a thing on Rumble for a while now. And he's, you know, realizing all this stuff because we wouldn't know anything. That's why, like, in the 40s, 50s, there was a couple of news stations and they were, you know, how captured were they by certain entities back then? Uh, again, no one knows really, but it was three news stations and that's where you got the, all the same news and pretty much that's it. And you went with that. But now you can't trust these news sites. So let's review it. You know, it came out of the lab. Who is it funded by? Probably us. Um, the vaccines pretty much didn't work. You had to get five boosters and now there's side effects coming out. And then you have this poor guy. Tennis superstar Novak Djokovic dropped out of the Indian Wells Masters and the Miami Open after the Biden administration denied his request for a vaccine waiver. Djokovic remains unvaccinated against COVID-19. Florida Senators Rick Scott and Marco Rubio denounced the administration's move and sent a letter to the president urging him to intervene, writing, quote, in September 2022, you plainly declared to a national audience on 60 Minutes that the COVID-19 pandemic is over. And earlier this year, Dr. Anthony Fauci published a professional article acknowledging the limited efficacy of vaccines in protecting against respiratory pathogens like the novel coronavirus. The U.S. currently has a ban in place against unvaccinated travelers coming into the country until May 11th. So that was from The Rising. And uh, March 2023, you still can't travel to the United States if you're unvaccinated. This is, this is craziness. You know where else you can't travel that I learned? The only place in the Caribbean that doesn't allow unvaccinated people is the Turks and Caicos. Nothing's going on. It's pretty much a common cold now. They're, they're just, I have no clue why this is still going on. Well, I could probably take a guess while it's still going on. They're trying to squeeze every last drop of funding that they got out of this to, you know, just squeeze it out before they actually want to end it. But there's hope because they're going to investigate the lab leak theory now, right? And when the government investigates itself, you know, all the truth comes out, right? But they're investigating, they're going to investigate somebody else. Congresswoman Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez blaming a former aide for not paying the expenses as she faces a House ethics probe over her 2021 Met Gala appearance. Remember that? The committee finding the Democratic Socialist, quote, may not have paid for several hundreds, several thousands of dollars worth of goods and services provided to her. This includes her ticket for the event valued at $35,000, along with her infamous Tax the Rich dress, accessories and jewelry. New York City business owner Cherie Murray ran against AOC for Congress. And now, uh, Cherie, this is not going away. There's an ethics probe into this. Does it surprise you the socialist begged for tickets to this uh, ritzy event? No, it doesn't. Not at all. And this is just another example of the pot calling the kettle black. She somehow has uh, performative outrage and selective outrage. And now she just has a, a memory uh, failure when it comes to the fact that this wasn't a charity event. She's not allowed to uh, receive these tickets. And so courtesy of Anna Wintour, her and her fiance attended the Met Gala. She got her hair done. She got a complete wardrobe, including shoes. She got her makeup done and conveniently forgot to pay the bill. Conveniently, she forgot to pay. But the worst part is how she's blaming it on an aide. Come on, you're a congresswoman. You're blaming it on an aide, some lowly aide that's just, you know, trying to do 
a job. Now she's blaming it on an aide. But they don't even mention the aide's name, so just be a cover-up story that, you know. But she didn't pay. It's an ethics probe. Probably nothing will come of it. So let's move on to last but not least, Ukraine. But just in terms of the American public, how many more times do you think Congress needs to provide aid? You know, it's, it's, it's difficult, and it's difficult because we don't know the course and trajectory of the conflict. Uh, the conflict could end six months from now. It could end two years from now or three years from now. I think the president has said that uh, the United States will continue to support Ukraine for as long as it takes. I think we've had a good conversation today about why that's in the vital national interest of the United States. So I would hope that Congress would continue uh, to be supportive. Um, but we should only come and ask for what Ukraine really needs. And as this conversation has said, what we can account for and demonstrate to the American people is actually benefiting our interests. And what do you think at the end is the end game? Well, of course, Ukraine has has detailed its principles for a just peace. We just had more than 140 countries in the UN General Assembly essentially uh, ratify their approach. Um, I think a just peace would involve Russia withdrawing from the territory that they have illegally occupied from uh, Ukraine. But ultimately, the Ukrainians are going to be the ones that determine uh, what peace settlement is, uh, is acceptable or not. Our position has been to make sure that at whatever point they enter into those conversations, uh, they do so from a position of strength. And there you have it. We'll just keep funding Ukraine until they enter into peace talks. That's going to take, you know, anywhere from six months to two years. Who knows, the guy says. But we still have to fund them because somehow that benefits us. And with that, that'll do it for me today. I am your host, Anthony T. This is the Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. This is a value for value podcast. Get yourself a new podcast app at nudepodcastapps.com. That will let you stream bits of Bitcoin, which are called Satoshis or Boostergrams with a message attached. Um, We don't take ads here. We like freedom of speech. Um, So thank you for joining me. I will do my best again next week to make another podcast if some other kind of cold doesn't happen. But until then, I leave you with this. Oh, this ancient sky. By surprise when you let me inside of you Inside of you Inside of you There's got to be some part of me Inside of you